What's working with the homeless situation and what's not working? We're going to chew it up uh, in today's episode, and we've got some education news for you, so stay tuned. Hi, everyone. I'm Larry Kortkamp. I'm Susan Hamilton. And the first story up on the docket today is what Susan alluded to uh, in the beginning there. It's, we're starting out with homelessness in America and what's currently working or not working and what, how can we continue this? Because obviously, whatever we're doing today ain't working. Well, it's a growing problem and there's so many reasons for it. You've got the typical reasons that we're all used to hearing, right? We know that um, drugs... Well, first, I was going to say, first off, yeah. this, this whole argument with, our, with us was prompted by this article that was posted... And the article was in the New York Times, yep. and it said the federal policy on homelessness becomes the new target of the right. Well, okay, so you're looking at federal policy, you're looking at right and left discussion, and then you're looking at, okay, what, what's going on in your own community, and chances are in your family. Um, so there's, there's several reasons today to really discuss homelessness that, that is a growing problem. So, so clearly, whatever we've been doing, I say, just like homelessness and prison, um, and really the war on drugs, all those types of things that we've tried to do didn't make things better. They made things worse. And we are not seeing a, we're not seeing after 10, 12, 15 years, we're not seeing solutions, right? If it, if it worked, you would have seen something. Uh, and what this Let's article it, is this saying... This is a pretty obvious thing, homelessness. So if it's at this level and we apply what we're doing and it goes down, then we're affected. Then it's, but if it's going... Up. What we're currently doing is yeah. ineffective, which means what? We study to see if we need to do something different. We don't do the same thing expecting different results. Well, so here's the thing, though. though you've got a federal policy that which is, is, which is not working, housing right? first. It's housing first. That's the policy. However, however, there's a lot of... I'm not convinced in my, in my own life and from the things that I've seen that we've actually done it well yet. But here's... It's, it's just so many multifaceted. It is not the typical, just the typical stuff, which is growing, right? Drug use and dangerous drug use and violence, right? You can't have it in your home. Guess who knows that? You know, you, you, I've, I've dealt with those types of those issues uh, in, in my own life, so I'm well aware of it. It's not like I don't know. Um, but you, you can't have it in your home. So uh, those people in your family and your loved ones end up on the street for whatever reason. Um, but then you've got the people that are coming out of prison for whatever reason. They need to get on their feet. They're, they're not having a, we're not able to, to move them forward right now with, with the policies in place. Um, and I don't know that it's the policies in place. Uh, also, is uh, we haven't. I don't think we've spent enough time sitting down and really talking through what that entails with the people that are having success in it, because there are some successes in this space. So, if I could talk for a second about what we were centrally talking here was the housing first argument. Yeah, the so housing the first, first one. The first one was in homelessness. Was you've got to get them a house. You've got to get them a place to live first, right? So, within this homelessness category, there's a lot of reasons why somebody or, or a family, it's a family, it's not just individuals, why are people homeless? And there's a lot of reasons for that. They range from mental health issues to economic issues, right? So well, all the, also, and all the what you have not talked about and I started to talk about is it also now includes all these illegal aliens. So now well, you've and, got it exactly And it includes that. that as well. But when we talk about 
And now that's not when it. When we wait, talk I'm about homes, go one wait more. a second. Wait, when we talk no, about homes, you're not done because right. now you've got in your own hometown of California, you've got all kinds of other reasons for homeless. You've got decent people that could not. I said that's right? economic. Those are economic reasons. But what I'm saying big. is, what I'm saying that's is, housing first. When you talk about providing housing for people, how is this housing going to become reality? So if we talk about houses for you and I. You live in a house over here, and I live in a house over here, and somebody else lives in a That's housing, right? Or you can live in an apartment or townhouse where it's all confined to one space. So it's either not confined to a space or it's in a space. So when they talk about homelessness and housing people, because there is a large portion of this population that has mental health issues or criminal issues to them, putting them on the streets. They're looking to not put these people into a traditional housing situation. They want to put them into a segmented reality, right? They group all the houses together or they put them in a centralized building. But the problem that comes from that, and I'm going to jump ahead real quick is because we can still keep talking about this article. This next article comes to us from Portland, and it's about a Portland resident who sounds the alarm over the city's safe rest village program. So in Portland, they said that we're going to conquer this homelessness problem through tiny houses. You've mm -hmm. probably all heard about the small yep. houses phenomenon. Well, Portland was trying to be creative. Which, and, I, which I like the idea. Yeah, they're trying to be creative. But the problem is they go back to this argument. Do we stretch them out all over or do we put them in an area where they can be controlled? As soon as you put these troubled people into an area, you should not be surprised that there's trouble in the area, so, which is what they're doing. And now they've created a little mini society of organized crime and drugs. Oh, well, you, you've just made a couple assumptions. You made the... No, no, no. I'm reading the, the proof. There is an area where people that are homeless are now being moved. That's not what I'm saying. And that area has now become a, an organized crime and drug area. That's not me an opinion. Well, that is what is occurring okay. based on the people that are there. Uh, in this particular scenario. But what, I, what we just started this with was a description of, okay, who fits this homeless category. And if the idea that if they're homeless, there's a mental health issue and a criminal drug issue, no. and they all get together, and now that's where drugs are, see, that's the assumption you made. No, I, that, didn't, I didn't make that. Yeah. I said homelessness is comprised of all these different issues. So at what point do we determine... Okay, this, this family or this individual is now approaching and saying to a, some sort of government body that they are homeless. Somebody at that point needs to determine why are these people homeless. Dad lost his job. Mom doesn't have a job. They can't work. Maybe dad's been hurt. Mom's been hurt. Whatever these reasons are, why are, these, why are these people here? And doing the sorting at that point, if it's, if it's a family that needs help getting back on their feet, because they have lost their home. They will never recover from that situation until they get back into a stable living environment period. That's the end of it. Mm -hmm. They've got to be put into a stable living environment. Mm -hmm. But that family does not need to be housed in Portland's safe rest village right next door to the criminal who was just paroled or just received parole from prison or from the drug addict that was just put into a program here we're mixing too many people I think that, into the scheme. First of all, if you're, I, I, we are uneducated enough, not not having worked in that particular environment, to you're not hearing read from data. one person. To not read data. We're not talking about data. We're talking, I'm about, talking about data. All right. So when reading we're reading the proof, if you stick a family, okay. So here's the thing. Let's, let's draw 
some problems. other conclusions that I think are really, really important in this because absolutely every single city panel is talking about this today. They're talking about those. The biggest issue out, out, out there is how do they tackle homelessness and mental health. Those are the two biggest conversations. Why? Why are those the two biggest conversations? Why are they expecting those things to grow? Why are they building to accommodate such a thing uh, everywhere and spending even more time pushing into public-private partnerships? What could that possibly be about? Well, as we've mentioned with the news before, there we have we happen to love Trudeau and Obrador and just signed the Declaration of North America. Uh, to really talk about how we are all going to start handling things the same way uh, throughout all of those countries. And how are they doing it in Canada? Well, they're deciding that anything that's under mental health, even homelessness, people that are frustrated because they're facing the exact same things you just described, where are they going to go? I'm about to be in the serious... They're saying, you know what? You're right. None of that crap works. Just off yourself. The government's going to help you. We're going to help you. Go ahead and just, just die. Just die. That's easier. And we have to realize that our society is under such attack and humanity is under such attack that if we don't have a more open-minded look to say, okay, this is how these things worked, we need to start envisioning and getting the right people to the table because unfortunately what's happened is most of the people that are at this conversation are the people that can make money off of the fact these people are indigent. Remember, there's a larger group at play here that are betting on human behaviors. They are betting that we are going to get done with this and it's going to be better just to offer. I, I think no matter who's, who's you talking about this, we need to dispel this one-stop shop, one-stop solution. I'm just saying housing first is not the solution. It just isn't. It's one of the solutions to I think it some of been the problems. Somewhere, in some places it has worked. I don't think as an overall overarching, this is the policy that we all use, does work. You're absolutely right. Does giving a home to an addict cure them of being an addict? You can't start working with them until they have a place and a location. Does and so the opposite. Do you didn't having their own home cure them That's too hard from their addiction? That's too hard nose of a question because no, the issue not. is true. It doesn't. if it you can't have all these other things. There's only one other there's only one other solution, Larry, and that's lock them up or put them in a mental health prison or into a safe you know? rest village along with all the other addicts no, and treat them as a group. There needs to be something and there are situations that work out there. So it's, I think we should really highlight that in future episodes. What is working? Because there are some people seeing success here and we should be emulating the successes instead of going, okay, wait a minute, this is just so far beyond so we our just purview. Did, we just did an article not that long ago and, and some of the successes right here in Dallas. They want to now have another $35 million because the success and stories, I don't believe the success that stories they're talking data about at all. involved increases from six people mm -hmm. being helped yeah. per week all the way to 12 And those are bad examples, Larry. For millions of dollars. Right. Well, these are the solutions. When you get into dealing they're with not the people, only when you get into dealing with people, individuals, I'm, I'm not talking about a group or a statistic. When you're talking to someone who's literally sitting in front of you that has whatever this problem is, whether they need a new job or a new head, whatever that happens to be, that's an individual with an individual problem that can't have one-step solutions delivered. Each one has to be delivered to fix the problem according to the problem. And we have to be very aware that, that, but the, that government the way doesn't work that they way. want to group everything together. The government doesn't work that way. The government wants one-stop solutions that look good mm -hmm. in the newspapers. That's it. What comes out on media? We can't say, we can't say in the media, this person has become mentally ill. They cannot rejoin society. 
We need to take care of them in a manner that they can. These people over here lost their jobs and their homes. We need to find them a place to live and restore, maybe reskill them, retrain them, get them another job, get them back into society. We as a society are not content and have, we are not able to say to ourselves, some people can rejoin society and some can't. And I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll add it. this to She'll it. never say it. She I'll, will never say that nobody... I don't give up on anybody. On anybody, which so is a very admirable thing to so say, listen, but it Larry, is a reality. Here, here's the bigger picture also. <laughs> I'll add this to it. Is it's not government's job. It is not government's job. Then if job. it's not government's job, it's, it's not government's no. It's hey, the kingdom either. of God. It's the church should be handling this, not that. Not, exactly. uh, not it's not public dollars. This is not public dollars. This should be the, the people that have a heart for it, that are being led and led by the Lord Jesus Christ, do have solutions for this because it's not okay to say we're just not going to do anything. But it is wrong to say the government must solve this problem because whenever they do, their personal interests get involved and they will take advantage of everyone they can in the entire scenario. This person is a three-time loser. They've already been uh, arrested for whatever, three times in a row for armed robbery. But I think he can be rehabilitated. We put him out and he shoots somebody. Who's responsible? Who is responsible for that repetitive action that was allowed to happen? The person that was an extreme situation. But yeah. if we have somebody who continues to go back, who is responsible for that? How often does society have to pick up the pieces after you before it's no longer society's problem? It's your problem. And where do those people go? What happens to those people when society can no longer be expected to solve their problem, whatever it happens to be? Well, society. Whether it's a criminal being housed in a prison, or an addict being housed in a rehabilitative system, or a mentally ill patient being housed. If we say we that everything, that if we say that everything is a mental health issue, and the only way to solve it is put people in those mental health places, then guess where everybody's going to go? Because we're already incarcerating thirty percent of our population. You just twisted my words. You idea, don't do that all the time, I'm, but you did now. No, I'm saying anybody say of the. It wasn't about you say saying that. it. It wasn't about you saying it. Those are the only choices. Right now, parents are frustrated. I'm saying from a parent's point of view, <laughs> in our community that we see it, we're going, okay, what do you do with these people? Do what do you, you do with these? Do people? you lock them up? Because that's what parents think needs to be need to be done often, because they're frustrated and it turns and it turns because tough. Because they have nowhere else to um, turn. Do they you? Get frustrated. But you do, and I just want to give you guys hope out there. If you're dealing with that in your own family, I, I have, and I've seen successes in it, and I know what it takes to do it. And it's not an easy road, but it, that we're going to have to start going. We, we have to look at things differently, or we won't have solutions. We won't. We can't just be so hard nosed. But at the same time, we cannot think that the government's going to fix this problem. Just like. Uh, just like baptism and just like being an American. Those are two things that are self-determining, and that means even the society ills. Who takes care of that? If the government takes care of it, they're going to dig into your pocket, and they're not going to use that money wisely. They're not going to do a better job. As a matter of fact, what they're going to do with that money is absolutely criminal, and good luck following up on it. Or they're these public-private partnerships. Dirty, I'm going to, I'm dirty, going to skip dirty. one story we're going to talk to because I think we're on a good roll here, and I'd like to just go right into the... The other part of our discussion today was revolving around education, and this first one kind of That's follows up on what you were talking about. a big part of this about. issue. A big part of it. It is a big part of this. this uh, you is... know, when I worked with one of the best organizations out there through Texas Hope Literacy, and the, the, 
we, what we learned is when people don't feel like they fit in for, to society, and it can be for many reasons, and often it's education, and it could be things like their learning disabilities, which is not a mental health issue, but the World Health Organization would like to say it is, and they're going to put everything in that as long as we are not careful to, oh, not to quit over-characterizing everything. But if you see things differently when you're reading a sentence and you're reading a paragraph and you read it out of order, you're going to come to a very different conclusion out of that, and you don't understand it because you can read. So you don't understand why. So there's so many things with dyslexia. There's like there's like 30 different ways it can manifest. And when it does, you'll start to find out that generationally this has happened. So a parent can't communicate with the child, the child and they can't help them with the homework. That All of these pieces end up even without drugs. But you add the fact if you don't fit in, drugs are a big part of it. Because it gives them some a relief. They can feel better for a minute. For me, which makes it worse. For me, talking about some of these issues comes to... We're always, we're always talking about the Constitution. The Constitution is all about individual rights. Yeah. It's my rights, your rights. I think a lot of the problems with these, dealing with some of these issues is when does your right start to tread on my right? If my right is to be able to go outside my home and not worry about getting killed, knocked over, shoved off the road, having my kids stop, whatever that is, those are my rights. When do your rights... Are you saying you have a right to never be hurt? When does... No, I'm just saying when does your right to drive recklessly start to infringe on my right to not get hit by a reckless driver? When does your right to have your child who is dyslexic or whatever, when does your right to have your child taught in the same institution, class, studies, everything, as my child who is not afflicted with those mm -hmm. by having your child sitting next to them where we have to always talk to the weakest link whenever we have to drag down one to help another i think putting kids into that situation that's treading on the other child's rights wow, so when does so one right important. when does Thank one right my, my, my sister my yeah. oldest sister was in the special needs education for public school system for 40 years taught that was her thing with special needs and this is a this is a discussion we've had hundreds of times when do we as a society say this this infringes on this person's rights or it infringes on this one it's a really delicate subject well, to talk about i'll tell you what what here's what we learned just on that very thing with texas hope literacy we would go in underneath education instead of under chaplaincy where a lot of a lot of these programs get enforced or get allowed to to play out and you had to volunteer to be in the program you had to volunteer to go through your own education uh, no matter what problem you might have with education dyslexia reading whatever your level is and you had to get to a spot where once you got there you could teach someone else and if you're already educated and well able then you had to agree to teach someone else. And what we learned was the predatory nature, nature that happens. When, a, when there's a criminal activity, what happens is they're not fitting in for whatever reason, and they look at society as, okay, I can't get what I need in these normal methods. I have a right to that. And it creates a and instills in people a criminal, a criminal aspect. When instead they were taught to behave in families, work in a city government, you had to have a city council, you had to have a manager, you had to take parenting classes, you had to learn how to use a, how, how you use a cell phone with a family, proper ways of, of organizing and working together, uh, including education, including, uh, including Jesus, putting all these pieces together, they learned they, what it meant to be a part of society. And for the first time through experience, while they were, they had to be a two-year program, because that's what she learned. She learned under two years they couldn't do that. But who 
are we talking but about? But we are the talking about, no, we're students. talking about, no, I'm telling you, I'm making an analogy. This is what we learned in the prison system, is that you could turn those things around. And what happened was when people that could not, not be taught before learned how to teach, they learned that they could learn, their lights went on, they got excited, and they turned around and they were able to make a difference in their own families and with everybody in the group. And you saw success. And people that we ran into, DAs all over, said, those people will never come back. And it was the only organization really making a difference out there to that degree. And I learned something about that, helping people learn how to integrate. The idea that it drags somebody well, else argument down. argument when did their rights infringe on my rights? It's not rights? about rights. It's, about, it's, it's not about rights. Well, it is. Because, because that person are, that is not... It, I have a right. I have a right that my dollars that I spend, if this is done with public dollars in the, in the prison systems... Where's my money being spent? And how much of it is being spent over here and how over here? You should certainly if we're, if get involved in, the, in that If we're in the public schools scenario, back to my original argument, what are these two kids? We've, we've constantly tried to make this, this, this one child feel not ostracized or unwanted. We continually try and bring them into the fold with the others. Which, and now which, they're which using. Doesn't help the situation. But now they're using. They still feel less. Now they're the using sexuality. And in other words, to solve that problem, the teachers are being told and the educators are being taught that to solve what you just described is going to have to. We have to relate to sexuality and skin color, and we have to start going there. And that's exactly how this insidious program came in. Okay, so, so the, you the got, solution is still no. not changing, and they're still sitting them next to each well, other? Well, the attitude has to be... Is that, is, what you're saying is they still need to be in the same They're class. going to be. You're always going to work with people that have different levels around you. You're Actually, always going to be around I you, people. I can give you an aptitude test, and it'll tell you you're either here or you're here. Fine, but you're going to be around. Or if you're here, or if you're here, I'll tell you what. which a lot of learning disability, there's a... There is a substantial gap, so I'm just saying it doesn't do you don't either. Stay there. You don't it doesn't stay there. do either one of them any good to be pushed into the same curriculum at the same time. The person that needs more work doesn't get it. The person that excels and needs to be taught. Yeah. We have a represent. We have a, an assistant who worked with us, Giselle. She was up at the top. She was constantly being held back. Yeah. Instead of allowing her educational capabilities to shine, she was being held back. Why? Because the school system is one-stop fit all. They all have to sit in the same classroom and all have equal rights, and so, and, okay, equal okay, opportunities. Okay. But, you, you know, you're, you're not wrong about the fact that special, so special help should get special help. Right. And what we did in the state of Texas was allocate all of those dollars that needed to go to special needs. We totally, you can go, you can read the Texas Heist and learn what happened to the dollars on that. But you're right. There are things to the ways that you have to pull these pieces together. They're not all cut and dry, as this discussion, you know, yeah. points out. But if, if we don't start talking about it in a more proactive manner, we'll never. I get can't. There. I can't talk about this. Why? Because tomorrow in the evening press, Larry Cordcamp is a bigot. He hates children. He hates. Does it. That's what happens to me the next day. I can't have a discussion about it because we can no longer have discussions in America to deal with tough issues. Because one side is lambasted. The person that wrote that article about housing, the article was written that 
saying housing first is a bad thing. Those people are bigots. They hate these people. They're they're all ridiculous. I mean, I mean we what, can't have a we've discussion. We've got to have a better way, folks. Would you agree? I'd love to hear your comments in the description down uh, below this article, guys. The OBBM Network Weekly News is available on your Rumble channel, where you can get the links to all the articles that we talk about. And guess what else you can do? You can comment and you can give us your opinions on the discussions that we have. And sometimes, you know, we argue a little bit, but at the same time, without these discussions, we're not going to move the needle at all. And it's really, really important to see success here because the opposite yeah. is that it just goes into further decline. So if we stop these opinions, right, what happens then? Like, yeah. exactly. We won't solve the problem. Then. We don't we solve, solve the problem. problem. Yeah. So you're going to have to figure out that you might have to talk to somebody you don't like. You might have to express an opinion that might not be popular. Uh, but that's okay because we can't learn without that. And we've, we're going to have to set that example really through that conversation, through the heated debate. How else are you going to do it? You can't. That's the thing. There is. It's not like there's. It's not like there's multiple choices here. You either, yeah. you either talk out these situations or you don't talk them out mm -hmm. to come up with a reliable. And and the sad thing is, this discussion is not all about emotions, right? So the no. the left is no. is, got, is typically is typically thought it's, to be more emotional. These are the people that are right? going to be taking care of you. Be, but we do have to, as a public, we have to understand yeah. some of these programs take money. Money is. It's not an emotional thing. It's a real thing. I'm going to go out and make money, and you want me to give you some of it. Or you want to take it from Or you me. just want to take it from right. me. So if, if, if we're not taking into consideration all the realities of the problem, we're never going to be able to solve it to a degree to where the people that are involved in it are come to any conclusions about it. So we're hoping that we cause you, if nothing else, talk about it. Talk about it. Start asking questions. And talk about it to your family, your friends. It's going to take all of us folks okay. to make a difference here. We're, I, I, don't, I think we're kind of at a critical spot where if we keep saying somebody else needs to solve that problem and we never bring our ideas to the table, I think we're going to have a, we're, it's just going to keep growing. There's, the only way to do it is say I'm willing to throw my idea out there and see what happens. But we are thankful that you watched today. We hope you learned something from it or at least caused you to uh, think more about it. And we, uh, we hope to see you in the future as well. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, nine, five and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products and their services.